I don't like to come on here and like talk about patriarchy, but we all basically live in that every day. And even though I don't call it out specifically, that obviously is the underlying premise of helping women feel good and helping women live different lives than they thought that they could live. If there are things that I know I want to handle during the week and goals that I have, I schedule them out during the week so that I don't have to worry about them at 8 o'clock at night. So my brain isn't constantly running What's up, party people? Welcome back to the podcast. I am super pumped to be here. As always, I love showing up in this space. Um, But before we hop into today's Mindful Monday episode, I got some fun reminders and a couple orders of business. So the first thing is, ladies, if you have not checked out the interview I did with Mountain Point Academy last week, I just released it last Thursday. Go check it out. They are two amazing ladies, Sarah and Angelie. They've been running um, an online virtual school for years now before any of us needed <laughs> virtual school. So I sat down with them. I had a great conversation about like how to navigate that space. So I've, that, funny enough is I was planning on talking to them anyway, um, and then, you know, I lost my job, and I was literally scheduled to talk to them, like, the day after, and I just was like, I can't do it, <laughs> and I had, like, this little moment of freak out, like, within the 30 minutes of just figuring out that I had lost my job, but, so I know the school year looks a little different for me this year, um, I have a little bit more time freedom than I thought that I would with my kids' going to be doing school from home but they gave some amazing tips and tricks on how to keep things running smooth and I thought they were really good tips things that I had never thought of and the part that I love about these amazing life tips is that most of the time almost all of the time there's simple things that we can do to make our lives better but as humans, we love to overcomplicate things. And yes, I do it too. I never believed that simple things could get me to where I wanted. But the older I get and the longer I'm on this journey, I realize that it really, really is the simple things that make a really big difference. So we ended the interview with about, I recapped, I want to say like five or six simple tips that would make a really big difference in your day. So if you will be um, home working with the kids or whatever that looks like this fall for you with the online school, check out that interview. Um, there was definitely some gems in there. So a couple of other things that I definitely wanted to mention with you guys. I have a lot going on these days. So I want to make sure that I get this out to everybody is I am going to be doing a month long intensive on overcoming overwhelm. So it will be a month long program on this. Um, it's basically like the up level to my journaling to joy freebie that's on my website right now that's geared towards overwhelm. Overwhelm has been my biggest culprit during this um, quarantine season. I would say I used to always describe my biggest thing as mom guilt. But since I'm in the house all day with my kids every day, it has shifted from mom guilt because I'm not away from them as much as I used to be to just like overwhelm. But it's on so many different levels, but I've learned so much. 
And I just want to share that with you guys. And I have so many new tips and tricks that I've learned along the way this summer that have really helped me. I've shared a lot on the podcast about personal things I've been going through um, with family fallouts, not drinking, seeing a therapist, you know, a lot, losing my job. (laughs) A lot's really been going on, right? And for the most part, I think I've fucked it fucking I can't even say it kicked ass and like killed it so I wanted to share some of those tips and tricks with you guys so I will be scheduling um a month-long overwhelm intensive program so I'm super excited about that it will launch on September 28th more details to come on social and email and of course if you want to get some deets before any of that comes out you can always reach out to me on Facebook or Instagram messenger at Katie just realized But if you haven't signed up for the emails, sign up for those. If you sign up on the site right now, you will get that freebie. They're journaling to joy freebie. It's all about overwhelm. It's all about just a real simple way to get started with journaling five minutes a day. That has really, really changed my life. Again, it's the simple things, just literally five minutes a day of writing down my mantras, writing down my goals, writing down what I need for the day, etc., has really helped me keep that momentum during the day as I've gone through a lot of life changes this summer. So go ahead, sign up for those emails so you can be first on the list to know what's going on. I'm really, really pumped now that I'm able to just pour my heart and soul into this work. I am just like beside myself with excitement. So please go check that out. And as always, please rate, review, and share the podcast. Um, if you're enjoying it, so we can get it in front of as many women as possible. I was talking about this to somebody the other day, and we were talking about community. And I was like, it's so important. And I never realized how important it was. But it's so fun to share resources. And you think that everyone's reading and listening to the same thing that you are reading and listening to. But it's not true. But it's also fun when you're like, oh my God, I just listened to that same podcast or I read that same book and you can talk about it. So definitely make sure that you share the great things because, um, you know, as we grow and we change and evolve and we realize that we can live amazing lives that feel good, I just want to make sure that we're reaching and inspiring as many women as possible so that we can feel good every day in our lives and that we can change the future for our daughters and our sons, but our daughters. So with all that being said, let's hop into the real good stuff. And that's our Mindful Monday episode. So my mantra this week, which this is another thing I would say, obviously, that's been popping up a lot for me since um, I got let go from my job is worry, right? So this Mindful Monday is my mantra is worrying is a waste of my energy. And I wholeheartedly believe that. I have always believed that, even though I haven't always practiced that. But I would say in the last month, which it really has almost been four weeks, that is the one thing I promise myself. I've used the word fear because to me, worry and fear are like sisters. I've used the word fear, but for me, I promised myself I wouldn't let myself get into the spiral of worrying because it is a fucking waste of my energy. Because if I'm constantly worrying about everything, I cannot think straight. I cannot be creative. I cannot show up as my best fucking amazing self. And I just obviously I'm not going to be able to get anything done. And I'm just moving myself down the emotional scale every time I show up 
worrying about things. And it definitely is a waste of my energy. If you listened to Mindful Monday last week, it was all about showing up with your best self energy, which to me is exactly the opposite of the desperate energy that you put off when you're constantly in a worrying state. So another thing that kind of inspired this mantra for me, and I talked about it before, I'll talk about it again, is this book I'm reading, The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks. Um, literally like the day that I had lost my job, like three or four people had messaged me, completely different groups of people. They don't know each other. And they were all like, you need to read this book. You need to read this book. And I feel like when things like that happen, there are no um, coincidences. Like that was put there for me to really read. It's a great book. It's an easy read. The only reason I haven't finished it yet <laughs> is because I'm really trying to lean into this idea of not multitasking. And I'm reading a really fun nonfiction book right now. So, but I've gotten about halfway through it. And the idea behind this big leap is that we all have a upper limit, right? And your upper limit is the threshold that you somehow have been ingrained by society, family, whatever of this is the limit of how much good you think you deserve, whether that's abundance and money, abundance and love, abundance and whatever that looks like for you. Those are the only two I could think of right now, <laughs> but that's your upper limit, right? So it's like, who told you, like who th set that thermostat for you? It obviously wasn't you because these are things that you picked up from your parents, who picked up things from their parents. And we all know like every generation is doing better than the last and we're all changing and evolving all the time. But just like, you know, my parents taught me things or believe things that I don't fully believe in, my kids will do the same, even though I can't imagine that because I'm a pretty fucking awesome mom. But anyways, the idea is that you have this upper limit that you believe that once you hit that point, whether it's in your career your love life, your bank account, whatever it is, that once you've hit that point that you don't deserve anymore. And it's not like you walk around every day thinking to yourself consciously, like, I'm, you know, I've hit my upper limit, nothing else, I don't deserve anything else. And it's really talking about the people who become like really truly successful and love career finances or whatever friendships, and how they've come head to head with that upper limit, recognized it and like continued to push through it. And it was just a really good concept to me. And I bet this is something you guys could all agree with. He was talking about how you know you start to hit your upper limit and you kind of hit it in a small way every day. So when you feel really, really good and life is great and you're sitting around and you're like, man, life is like fucking awesome. Do you or don't you have a tendency to start then worrying about what could go wrong? I do this shit all the time. And he said, that's it. As soon as you really start to feel good, we have this tendency to start self-sabotaging because life cannot be good. Because somewhere along the way, we were taught that it's not safe to be happy and it's not safe to feel good. Especially as women, we know we have... <laughs> years and years and millennial of history of, you know, not feeling like we are allowed to feel good and kind of being considered lesser than sex, right? Not lesser than sex, but the lesser sex. 
that sounds weird but you know what I'm trying to say right so I don't like to come on here and like talk about patriarchy but we all basically live in that every day and even though I don't call it out specifically that obviously is the underlying premise of helping women feel good and helping women live different lives than they thought that they could live so he was saying, once you feel like you've hit this upper limit, you will begin to worry. And I know as women, we do this all the time about with everything, especially as a mom. Like I feel like the day I got pregnant, I constantly worried about keeping my baby safe, right? And in my head, I thought because I was a first time mom that the second that baby was going to come out, like I wouldn't have to be worried about being pregnant anymore. And for me, it was because I kept having miscarriages. So then when I ha got pregnant, it was like, oh my God, can I keep this baby? So in my head, I was like, okay, I just got to get to 12 weeks. I just got to get to 20 weeks. I just got to get to 32, 37, whatever. But what I quickly, quickly learned is that that shit never fucking stops <laughs> ever, right? So my oldest is 11 now and I constantly worry every day. But this is a perfect example I can give you, right? So you feel really good. Life is going great. You're thinking like, you know, you've reached all the things you've wanted to reach, whether it's with your career, with your family, with your soulmate, whatever that looks like for you. And all of a sudden you start worrying about shit. A simple example of how this works we have a fire pit obviously i talk about it a lot right so my husband and i in the fall sit out by our fire pit hanging out sometimes we have drinks or whatever but no matter what no matter what we're doing when we're sitting out there and we're having a good time for too long i instantly start worrying about the kids or feeling guilty about the kids and i'm like here's this is like the crazy shit that goes through my head right but i know you guys will relate so if it's nighttime and we're sitting out by the fire pit in my fucking backyard, right? It's not like we're down the street. We're not in a different neighborhood in my backyard. If I'm having too much fun or I feel too relaxed, I will start thinking that something's happening to one of the kids, that one of the kids is inside choking on the snacks or somebody's breaking in my front door or like whatever the fuck that crazy ass thought is that pops in my brain because all of a sudden my brain is like, whoa, you're having too much fun and you're not allowed to have fun because you have kids or whatever. And it's like I've hit that upper limit and it happens all the time. At first, I never, you know, I wasn't aware of it. But then the more like self-work I've done is kind of become a joke. And my husband and I would talk about it, like especially if him and I go on vacations by ourselves, right? If him and I go on vacations by ourselves, we would joke about like right now, you know, something's happening to our kids because it's like you're so programmed to not feel good if you feel good. You're so programmed to start worrying if you don't feel good. And obviously I've felt this a lot recently with losing my job as worrying about it is not going to help me find a new job worrying about it is not going to help me show up as my best self to help other people and share my tips and tricks with other people to make them feel good so why would I worry about it right and that's exactly what I told myself the well I want to say like the moment it happened but a couple hours after the fact and I started to pull myself together I was like worrying about any of this is not going to change the outcome it doesn't change the fact that, you know, I got laid off and it's not going to change my future. So why am I even going to waste my time with it? Easier said than done. But I know for a fact that 
if I worry about things, it will absolutely stop me from busting through my upper limit. I have no idea what's going to happen next, right? I have no idea what my next job is. I have no idea what any of this looks like. I have no idea. But instead of worrying about all the ways it could go wrong, like, why don't I worry about how cool it could get? Like, what if I get this amazing job? You know, like, what if like a dream job that I didn't even think existed exists now? I mean, if you think even 10 or 15 years ago, before social media was really a thing, or even digital anything was a thing, you know, people probably dreamed about doing jobs like that or dreamed about working from home or whatever that looks like. And now we're doing it all the time every day. So you really don't know what is out there and you cannot base your future on everything in your past. You can absolutely use some of the things you've you know, experienced in your past to move forward, but I'm really not going to restrict my future and like limit myself based on that and something I really, really want to embody because I know that this happens to me all the time. I know that self-sabotage is like such a real thing. So you have the upper limit, you hit the upper limit, and then you start, there's different things that he said can stop you from busting through it. But worry was like a big one. I felt like that was one that feels really, really relatable to me right now. feels really relatable to everybody right now because of what's going on in the world. But I really liked what he said on how you can battle it is ask yourself two questions when you start feeling worried. Is it a real possibility? Like whatever that crazy fucking thought that's coming up in your mind is, is it a real possibility? And is there any action I can take right now to make a positive difference? Right? So when you feel worried about something, those are two amazing questions to ask yourself. So I would argue that a lot of our worries are so fucking far-fetched or made-up stories in our minds that it's not a real possibility and there is nothing I can do right now. So if I started worrying about never getting a job again, well, I would argue that that's not a real possibility. I may not get my dream job as my first job, but I will be able to get a job again, right? I am an able-bodied person who can walk and talk and who can work. I can get a job. Is there any action I can take right now to make a positive difference? Well, if it's 10 o'clock at night and well, 10 o'clock is pretty late. I don't even say up that late. If it's eight o'clock at night and I'm about to sit down and relax and read a book or watch TV with my family. No, there's not any action I can do in that moment that's going to make a positive difference. So release it. And I do, I have gotten pretty good about that. And this is why I like those styling sessions I've been posting on Sundays. That's what that's for. If there are things that I know I want to handle during the week and goals that I have, I schedule them out during the week so that I don't have to worry about them at eight o'clock at night. So my brain isn't constantly, you know, running over and over with things I got to do. Again, this is why I love journaling. And you've heard me talk about this before. Keep little notebooks and pieces of paper everywhere. So I write those thoughts out so that I don't have to keep worrying about them. But I thought it was a really good way to kind of differentiate when it makes sense to worry about something and when it doesn't make sense to worry about something. 
So I used to do this all the time, my curling iron, right? The second we leave the house to like drive to Virginia Beach to visit my parents or something like that an hour away, I'd start worrying about whether or not I turned off my curling iron. Is it a real possibility that I left it on? Yes. Is there an action I can take right now to make a positive difference? Yes. I can go back home and check, right? Like, did I leave the stove on? Did I leave the oven on? Now, some of us are just more prone to worrying about things like that. But I would say, yes, those are real possibilities. Yes, you can go back and double check those and make a positive difference. But if you start worrying about doom and gloom and just like the worst fucking thing that you can come up with, those are not real things that you need to worry about. And that's really you just hitting that upper limit and self-sabotaging yourself so that you don't live in abundance of whatever it is that you want. That's the game that you start playing with yourself where you don't feel like you're worthy of something. And that's what we need to stop and what we need to get away from. So that's why my mantra this week is worrying is a waste of my energy. Because I would say in 99% of the instances of things I worry about, it is an actual fucking waste of my energy. If it's nine o'clock in the morning on a Monday and I let myself worry about never being able to provide for my family again and things like that, that's a complete fucking waste of my time when what I could be doing is meeting with people in my community, writing my resume, whatever that looks like. So that is is my tip as we head into this week is worrying is a waste of your energy so stop doing it and if you find yourself spiraling down ask yourself those two questions is this a real possibility or what action can I take right now to make a positive difference I hope that resonates with you guys, but before I leave you, I'm going to pull a card from my Rebel deck um, Oracle just something fun that we can um, lean into as we head into another week. And I cannot believe for me that this is the first week back at school. And it's already September. Like what in the actual fuck? It's crazy. I cannot believe that we're heading into the final months of 2020. I know everybody's <laughs> New Year's resolutions this year are going to be like, please let 2020 one be the year so anyways let's see i'm talking as i like try to figure out what card i want to pull what one feels good we'll go with fuck fear it will lie to your face that's what the oracle says today and then i start out the whole mindful monday saying to me worry and fear are like sisters so fuck her because she's trying to mess with you and lie to your face so don't let that happen so when those worry thoughts come up, ask yourself those two questions. Is it a real possibility? And is there any action I can take right now to make a positive difference? And if that fails, a good friend of mine last week told me, have a dance party with yourself. Pick your favorite song that inspires you. Play it really loud and dance. For me last week, um, I was driving back and forth to another city so i did the ugly like turn it up and scream sing in the car while my kid was sleeping in the back seat and it was fucking amazing so that's what i have for you guys this week be on the lookout for more info about my overwhelm intensive coming up in the end of september sign up for those emails if you want some journal prompts um they're pretty fucking amazing i've gotten some great feedback and i will talk to you guys soon thanks so much for holding and creating space with me today Thank you.